Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You know, but he actually said to me that he really felt like those moments, those years as a number two humbled him and taught him a lot about the game and, and to respect the game and understand how to be a pro. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You know, I never do that. It is a Wisdom Wednesday. We're getting wisdom by today, by the way, from Jordan Schultz, who's a rising star in NFL media. If you paid attention at all this offseason to any of the breaking news, you are well aware of who Jordan Schultz is. And if you didn't, you're about to find out because he's going to join us momentarily. We are presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. Some interesting news to get to a little bit later as it relates to DeAndre Hopkins as well. So looking forward to diving into all of that with you. Tomorrow, by the way, Greg Cosell is going to dive into his AFC North season preview, off-season review. I don't even know what we're calling it. We switch it up every week, and I'll announce the winners of those of you that spread the word via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Take advantage of any of our sponsors or subscribe and comment on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Right now, though, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. Okay, so as promised, joined now by Jordan Schultz, who you need to follow, by the way, on Twitter, at Schultz underscore report. He's also prolific on Instagram, at Jordan Schultz. S-C-H-U-L-T-Z. He's an NFL insider for the score. And I got I got to give you kudos, Jordan. It's really, really hard to, and, and I'm sure you're going to tell me this isn't the case, but really, really hard to seemingly come out of nowhere <laughs> and, then be, and then be breaking NFL news because we know about Adam Schefter and we know about you know, Ian Rappaport, and really the inherent advantages, right, of working for NFL Network, NFL.com. Like, I know that. I've I've talked to owners that have said to me, why would I break it anywhere else? Why wouldn't I break it with the company I own 132nd of, right? Like, they literally have said that. So, but you have kind of come onto the scene in a major way. I don't know if the first question is how or the path, 
maybe they're maybe they're uh, maybe that that's one two questions combined into one. But I guess how have you done it, man? Like how have you kind of broken through into an industry that is very very difficult to break into? Ross, it's such a pleasure to come on, and I really appreciate the kind words. I would say, oh, I don't even know where to start. I I guess being relentless, relationship driven. Um, you know, it was told to me when I was first getting started, you mentioned Adam Schefter, he sat down with me about 12 years ago and I was really young and I just said, how, how did you do it? And he told me it's a relationship business. And I really kept that in mind as I tried to carve my own path. And I think a couple of things, number one is I try not to ask for anything within six months of meeting someone. That's kind of the general rule, and, and that can vary to a year. Maybe it's three months, but basically, I don't want to ask for anything if I haven't known you more than six months. And the other part of that is, am I presenting tangible value in return? Because why, to your point, why is anybody, an agent, an owner, a, a GM, a player, a coach, why would they come to me when there's already more established insiders who've been doing this for decades? And the answer is I'm going to try to create a genuine relationship that has value on both sides. I, you know, it's like you, you don't want to show up to a Christmas party empty handed. You want to bring something to the table. So I'd say that's been my strategy, but basically, you know, a lot of luck, uh, being relentless and just loving your craft. I mean, this is to your point, Ross, it's a hard industry to break in regardless of where you're going. And if you don't really love it, it's just not going to happen because there's somebody that's more talented or more driven, that's going to get what you ultimately want. All right, so I got another question, dude. That I that I got to ask you, um, why? Like, why do you want to do this? Because um, I always think, because obviously, you're even even just your first response, Jordan. Very clear. You're a very bright guy. A lot of things you could have done with your life. A lot of things you could do with your life. And um, I'm sure there's adrenaline. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's like the thrill of the hunt, but I also have some idea of what that lifestyle is like. Yes, you do. And uh, no chance. That is not for me, bro. Like, but you're choosing this. Like, you're like, like this is like those movies where they say this is the life we chose, right? Like, this is the life you're choosing. Um, why? <laughs> and and how does your wife feel about that? Yeah, that's a that's a constant debate of do you really need to be on your phone right now? And I'd say like 90% of the time the answer is no, but you never know what you're going to get if you have your phone with you. And I have a couple phones I use. This is the one we're using right now is like the main phone, but I have another phone in case this one doesn't have service or this one dies, which has happened before. And so I'm always I always have that device next to me. My parents say it's like an appendix, you know, and I, and, and they're right. And I think the, the bottom line is I'm really, I'm hyper competitive. You know, I grew up immersed in sports, playing sports, four years of college basketball. I wasn't a great athlete, but I really worked at it and I loved it. And the only thing that can come close to draining a three pointer or getting an and one or getting a defensive stop, drawing a charge is that adrenaline of breaking a story. That's the only thing that I found that can come close, you know, and it just, you can't match it with anything else. And so I guess that's the why. I want to be great at this. I want to be one of the best. But ultimately, selfishly, the adrenaline of breaking a story, especially a big one, is what fills me up. That is really cool. Um, 
it's funny because I tell people a lot, that's the thing I miss the most about football and playing is that feeling of really two things. That feeling of running out there in front of, you know, whatever it is, 75,000 people. I think about this because like the most successful people in the world, right? Like the, the richest guys, right? The Bezos and Elon Musk or whatever, right? They they can't replicate that. Now, I'm sure they could, right? Like I'm sure they have enough money that they could pay to have that many people in the stands. They could pay to put a helmet and shoulder pads on. They could they pay can, to go out yes. there. But like you have to earn that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like you have to earn that. And it is a long hard road um i miss it every day um i actually miss probably as much as anything, i miss the violence like and i think it's okay to say that i i miss hitting people i i wish i could hit people still um because i think that's okay i think that's okay to admit that um and to be honest with you jordan i do what i do because i love it and because it's as close as i can get now maybe coaching would be a little bit closer but, you know, I was the only Princeton grad to get fired four times in, in by the time I was 28 years old. So I was not looking to yeah. uh, to get fired any more than that. So that's awesome. I can absolutely uh, relate to that. It's can funny, too. Um, go ahead. Yeah, because so the other part of this is the relationships that I mentioned. And like for me, because I didn't play in the NFL, the next closest thing is probably doing what I'm doing or maybe coaching. But also creating these relationships with the players as well and trying to empower them, report through the lens of the player, present value and tell their stories. I'm wondering for you, do you miss the hitting more or the camaraderie of the relationships in the huddle? Yeah. People ask that all the time. I I miss the hitting. And I think most guys say the camaraderie. Camaraderie I hear a lot. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and it is unique. Like a locker room is unique. Just being with guys all the time, like that's unique. And it's obviously different now. You know, I got a family and the whole deal. But I guess I feel like I get a decent amount of camaraderie from my high school buddies, my college buddies, even my buddies around here. Like I host a beer pong tournament. Like I, I you know, I get some of the stuff that, that it's comes the with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, you can't, I just can't replicate the, the violence. Like I, you know, most people are not like that. Like even my daughters, Jordan, they're not really into sports like contact sports. They like softball. They like tennis, but like basketball or soccer or field hockey. Like when you can not run definitely. into somebody. Meanwhile, I was the exact – I remember in 10th grade, I got laid out by like the senior lineman. And I started laughing. Like I thought it was hilarious. Like now I got, wow. I got, I got pissed and I tried to kill him after that, but like – I even even when I was getting my butt kicked, I, I thought it was I, I liked um the contact. You liked it. You liked the impact, you liked the feeling of it. Yeah, yeah. It's Without question. You know, it's interesting too because um thinking about different questions to ask you and stuff, and excited to have you on. And it's so weird because you probably get this all the time. I I was torn whether or not to ask you about your dad. Yeah. Now you mentioned your family. Because on the one hand, it's really interesting, and it's obviously a part of your story. On the other hand, you probably get asked about it all the time, and it's, like, annoying. So it's like, do I want to be that guy? But also, like, that's an interesting thing, right? No, like, that's good. an interesting part of your life. So anyway, 
Um, for, you can, you can uh, I guess, intro your dad for folks yeah. that don't know. But obviously, um, I do think it's interesting, your background, Seattle, your dad, and then you being a college basketball player, but then getting in the NFL side of it. Yeah, so I grew up, you know, really privileged, right? And I think I try, I, 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 I have no problem talking about it. It's not, you know, a secret. I, I try not to bring it up. And hopefully people, uh, you know, find out on their own as opposed to me telling them, right? Like that's that's always my goal. I I, I almost I almost never bring it up unless it's like really omnipresent. So my dad was and is the founder of Starbucks. And I think as I've gotten older, I'm 37 now, I really, I try to embrace it because I do really appreciate what he did and what my parents have accomplished. Um, but I grew up really, really privileged. And I think part of that has, it's been, it's been a plus and a minus, mostly plus, obviously. The minus has been, you don't want people to assume that you're a certain way. You don't want people to assume that you're spoiled or entitled or just got here because of who your parents are. And there are innate advantages. And I'd be lying if I told you there weren't. The, the positives, which greatly outweigh the negatives, are that I've had opportunities. You know, I was able to go to really good schools. Um, I was able to be surrounded by really smart people. And also, I think, surrounded by celebrities at a young age, you know, I mean, I remember as a kid, like being around athletes and pop stars, and that really shaped me, whether it was Bono or Gary Payton, you know, I just, that was part of my DNA as a young man and as a child. And when I was about 14, my dad bought the Sonics. So you can imagine Ross. <laughs> a young teenager, That is amazing. A young teenager. Hey, was that like was that like the Sean Kemp Gary or this that was right after Sean Kemp yeah, and no, Gary Payton? Part of it. I think Sean was gone by a year to Cleveland. So we had Gary, but I'll never forget when I was like 14, my dad drove me home from probably basketball practice and we're sitting in um the garage at our house and he says to me, I need to talk to you about something. And he was really serious. And he says, um, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you something that nobody else knows other than mom. And it's really important. And I want to get your opinion. I, I had no idea. I didn't know what he was going to tell me. And he says, uh, you know, I'm thinking about buying the supersonics. My re I might as well have been floating my reaction as a 14 year old, because it was the greatest thing I'd ever heard. I couldn't believe it. I thought he was joking. And that's the type of thing that I've like, that story, I haven't told a lot of because I don't want to sound entitled or spoiled to say my dad bought an NBA basketball team. It's just a <laughs> completely asinine thing. But we had Gary Payton. He then traded Gary for Ray Allen, which didn't go over well in Seattle at the, at the origin of it because Gary was such an icon. But Ray Allen coming in his prime and averaging about 30 points a game, it was a great, it was a great time. So I got to work out with Ray Allen. Ray Allen broke my nose playing basketball. You know, these are things that nobody else gets to experience. And so as I've gotten older, I've tried to embrace those because I do think it's helped shape me. And I really try to look at it as a positive. You know, I, I'm so keenly aware, though, Ross, of how I could be perceived and how, and how even talking about this could sound 
like this guy's just a prick, you know, and I really, really don't ever. No, want honestly, to hear honestly, Jordan, it, 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 to me, um, it comes across the exact opposite way. Um, and also, isn't it like what we're all trying to do, like on some level for our kids, right? Like we're all trying to give our kids the best life possible. And by the way, what your dad accomplished really has almost nothing to do with what you're accomplishing because nobody really, and and take this the right way, but like in the NFL insider business, nobody really cares. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool that that's what your dad did, but like people aren't going to give you information or talk with you about that. You've had to earn it the hard way. I love it. Um, Almost as much Jordan as I love Labatt blue light. Make sure you are taking your life to the next level with friends and family, living life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so let's talk about some of the uh, news you broke this offseason. I thought the one that was really jumped out to me was Geno Smith's contract, Jordan. And what's interesting to me about that is it was announced as this big deal. And then Pete Carroll came out and started saying, well, Geno's kind of betting him on himself with this one a little mm-hmm. bit. And so I'm curious about how these negotiations went because – it seemed like it was a longer commitment, and now it almost feels like it was more of a one-year deal. Yeah. And there are people, I guess, people still that think that they might have taken Anthony Richardson at five if the Colts hadn't. Well, Seattle gives Geno $105 million over three years. That was the best deal he was going to get. He didn't have a ton of leverage to go elsewhere. Seattle rewarded him because he rewarded them. In other words, he re- he learned so much. And I've we've had real conversations in depth about this, uh, him and him and I, him and me, whatever you want to say, about his learning process of being a backup basically for like seven or eight years. You know, he backs up Eli. He, he's, he's with the Chargers as a backup. He's backing up Russ. He learned a lot. And the biggest takeaway I had from him was he didn't want, he wouldn't have done it differently, right? Like as a, as a second-round pick and All-American at West Virginia – who comes into the league and doesn't have the instant success with the Jets, I thought he would have said, if I could do it differently, I'd, I'd change it, you know? But he actually said to me that he really felt like those moments, those years as a number two humbled him and taught him a lot about the game and, and to respect the game and understand how to be a pro. So he, like, he grew a lot. That's why he was a pro bowler. It's why he was comeback player of the year. 
And it's why he got that contract. And yes, there are outs after year one and year two, but Seattle to me is committed to him. They believe they have a roster that can contend right now that can potentially win the NFC. And I never got the sense Ross that they were going to go quarterback, even if Richardson was there at five. I agree, Jordan. And I didn't know what other teams would say based on one year, like Gino is our guy moving forward. And I actually think the Seahawks are a sneaky team to win the NFC uh, that people are not talking about enough with some of the additions they've made. If Gino plays as well as he did last year, I think the Eagles came back to the pack a little bit with some of their losses. Who knows with the Niners, with their quarterback situation. Uh, I, you know, Obviously, Aaron Rodgers isn't in Green Bay anymore. I do think there's opportunity there for Seattle, certainly. Um, it's interesting because – one thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Early on in the season, I went back to Seattle for the Giants game. Seattle won that game. But I spent a few hours with Geno and DK the day before, two days before, because I really wanted to understand their dynamic. Because at that point, they were starting to click. And you could see that they had something brewing pretty special. And I asked DK, what's what's the biggest difference from Russ to Gino? And he didn't want to disparage Russ, but he said similar similarly to Russ, Gino's understanding of the checks and the audibles and his communication with Waldron, the OC, and just his preparation reminded him a lot of Russ, which I thought was was pretty cool because at that point. You know, Gino was was pointing upper, but he hadn't popped necessarily yet. It was like week four, week five. And you could see it, but then it really, really took off after that, the next few weeks. And that conversation really stuck out to me because it was the first time that I had heard directly from DK and from Gino that they felt like they had something super, super special. And remember, post-Russell Wilson, everyone just assumed that it was going to be Drew Locke or that if it was Gino his job wouldn't be cemented. And so that said a lot to me, and I think it really set the tone for the season. Last question, Jordan. Uh, any thoughts on on where we, we might see DeAndre Hopkins land? Well, I mentioned Kansas City. I mentioned Buffalo. Ross, they don't have any money. They have no cap space. So the two teams that stand out to me would be New England because of Belichick. They signed Juju and maybe Cleveland. And I would love to see him rekindle that magic. With Deshaun Watson, obviously, Amari Cooper's there as well. Uh, they do have some space. Andrew Barry could get aggressive. It's an odd time, though, for Hopkins in the sense that, yes, he's a perennial all-pro. He's 30. He's still a really good player. But teams have already allocated their money for skill positions. So I don't necessarily think there's a rush. He has new representation. Um, but Cleveland and New England stand out to me. I'm just selfishly thinking, can you imagine what it would be like to have Hopkins, Diggs, and Allen, or Mahomes, Kelsey and Hopkins I just I don't know how you get there from a financial standpoint make sure you check him out on social media as you can tell he's excellent you need to be following at Schultz underscore report on Twitter he's Jordan Schultz on Instagram and he is excellent Jordan so great to talk with you man really appreciate you coming on the show Ross my pleasure and I big fan as well bro and and what you said about contact and those hits that's that's what I get from this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you also to Max. When it comes to streaming, my first draft pick is Max. The best entertainment for whatever mood I'm in, my wife's in. Sometimes it's drama. Sometimes it's home renovation. 
Uh, look, they got all kinds of comedy. That's my favorite. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Big Bang Theory. Maybe I'm watching with the kids. We get into some Sesame Street or Gremlins. Don't wait to pick the best of streaming entertainment. Max, with something for every mood I'm in, anytime, always a win. Plans start as little as $9.99 a month. Max, the one to watch. Subscription required. Visit max.com. Tux Takes. All right, Ross, we'll start with the Commanders cutting cornerback Cam Dantzler, and they will do the same eventually with Andrew Norwell, their offensive guard, after he passes his physical. A lot of roster tinkering this time of year. Norwell got a million dollars injury guaranteed on his salary this year. So when they fail him and when he passes a physical, um, he's still going to get a million bucks. That's why you build those guarantees into your into your contract. Couple of signings. Jets signed former Patriots offensive lineman Yandy Kajus and the Rams signed wide receiver Tyler Johnson. So Kajus, the Patriots had just rescinded his restricted free agency tag. And Tyler Johnson, I thought he was doing some positive things with the Bucks, but now he's kind of bouncing around a little bit. And of course, the big news is the Arizona Cardinals released wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, and they're going to be taking about a $22 million dead cap hit this upcoming season. This is going to be my Labatt take of the week, Jack, presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Two thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins. Number one, in terms of whatever team he goes to next, it's been a while since he was that DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not going to say that he can't help someone. He absolutely could help any of the teams he's been linked to. But it feels like he's at the stage of his career that he's kind of more name than game at this point. I don't think he's the DeAndre Hopkins people are thinking in their head. He hasn't been for at least a couple years. And then as it relates to the Arizona Cardinals, I see people saying the fact that they released him before June 1st to take all their salary cap pain this year in 2023, that that's proof that the Cardinals are tanking. I don't think the Cardinals are tanking. I think the Cardinals have done a really nice job of self-evaluating and being realistic about where they are as a franchise. You've got Kyler Murray coming back from injury. Who knows when? It's not a great roster. They're not in a good place from a salary cap standpoint. That's why they stockpile draft picks for next year. Didn't make sense to have DeAndre Hopkins on that team this year. didn't make sense to even split the salary cap pain. Take all the pain in 2023 the way they did it. I don't think the Cardinals are tanking. I think the Cardinals are just being smart. I also think it's really smart for you guys to check out today's Fantasy Feast podcast as we have Mike Clay talking about the new play callers around the NFL. Don't miss that. If you're into the new play callers, new offensive coordinators on the Fantasy Feast podcast. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Always like to give some shout-outs at the end of the show. First and foremost, MyFrontPageStory.com. Father's Day is 18 days away. 
Get the best gift for your dad ever. Nobody knows what to get their dad. Get a gift. Myfrontpagestory.com, written all about him. Then you've got backofficescheduler.com, Evergreen Economics, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing. Now we're done.